You're listening to the Sewing and Growing podcast and radio show with Jay and Jay. Hello, everyone. We're back. Yes, Dan is back with me today. Uh, last week was awesome. It was a great intro hearing about how you came to Glenwood Springs. I hadn't heard the story completely that way. And I know that's not the complete story. Even that's an abbreviated story. But for you to take your obedience, come over here and be a part of the work before it even started. As I get older, Mr. Glenn, there's things that I admire. And the thing that I admire the most, and this wasn't the case when I was younger, are things that last. I, When I was younger, I liked really flashy things. I thought, man, that's really cool when it's bright. And it's, But now the lasting quality means a whole lot more to me. And you have lived a faith that has lasted and grown. And we're talking about growing faith on this podcast about healing. Uh, it was awesome the first time. And without further ado, I want to get right into it. Let's continue our conversation that we had last time. We talked about the leper. We talked about how it was God's will. And where do we want to go today, Dan? Well, let's let's go to Peter's mother-in-law. Uh, that's the that's the second instance. But before that, uh, the one thing I I would like to say as a teacher of the Word of God. The thing that's important, the thing that's most important, is not necessarily something that I say, but the thing that's most important is what God says to you in your heart, because that's when you actually get it. Are you telling us to have our spiritual antennas up? Ah, that's exactly (laughs) what what, uh, you need to do, and... uh, like I said, I can help bring that revelation or that teaching from God, but it uh, it actually comes in your spirit, in your heart, from God, and that's the important thing. That's the thing that will last. And in Christendom, we say a lot that some things are better t- caught than taught, and I think having your spiritual antennas up, being around it, and it, I shouldn't say it, around him, the Holy Spirit, in services, around anointed teaching, you learn how to respond and be present in a way that that can happen. And I know that you may be listening to this podcast as you're driving your car to work. I'm not saying to be so present that you're in the third heaven and you disobey Colorado state driving laws. But I do mean, don't just have this as something going on in the background where you're disengaged with have your spirit engaged. Well, where's my spirit? It's the inner man. It's the deepest part of you. Past your natural reasoning and all the things going on in the day, we're talking about what's revealed in the word of God. It's holy, it's true, and it's for you. And when you reverence it in that way, it positions you to hear things from the author of the book. You're like, Wow, I don't think Matthew's on the podcast today. No, God works through Matthew, but the Holy Spirit was the author of the book and he lives in you. And he can speak to you even as John and Dan talk on this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. I really appreciate when you say exactly. It's like, all right, I'm not missing it. You've been around so long. You're so (laughs) firm in the faith that when I say something, I'm like, is it right, Dan? And then you say, exactly. It's encouraging. So thank you for that. I'm ready to be continually encouraged from what you have to say. 
Great. Well, we can go to next to the Peter's mother-in-law was healed by Jesus. It's the second instance. It's found in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Uh, the thing about uh, the three or the uh, three different authors, uh, some folks would say, well, it, it, uh, the three people are not saying the exact same thing. Well, if, uh, if I saw something and John saw something uh, and we were to write it down, uh, they may not even look like they were the same thing. Uh, it's, you get different viewpoints. And the thing that I see from uh, the three different authors of the same instance is that it goes widescreen. You get, you get more information. Uh, and uh, so, and especially what I appreciate is uh, Dr. Luke's input. And you're saying Dr. Luke because Luke, who wrote Luke, his profession was a doctor. Correct. And you say the three different authors. Is this story of Peter's mother-in-law being healed found in Matthew, Mark, and Luke? Correct. Awesome. It is. And most of the instances of the 20 that we're doing in the small group, actually, we won't get through all 20, but most of these uh, are in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Some of them were just in John. Uh, some of them were all in, in all four. So anyway, but uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke all tell about... Uh, Jesus going to Peter's house and Peter saying that his mother-in-law lay sick of a fever and asking Jesus if he would. Oh, we remember that from last week. If he would uh, heal her and him immediately saying, oh, yes, I will, and lays his hands on honor and heals her. But if you go over each of the instances, uh, it said in like Matthew that she lay sick of a fever. In Luke, it says that it was a great fever. And if you go into the actual words that he used, it was like she was not just she didn't just have a cold. She was on death's doorstep. You know, I didn't realize that. I thought she was just kind of had a headache and a little feverish. No, she was this, in a rough this spot. was, she was, she was almost out of here. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the other thing that it talks about is that the other thing that Jesus did, he didn't just uh lay his hands on her and heal her the first thing he did was he spoke to the fever he spoke to the fever and what i realized uh in my own life usually when i have something that comes to me like, like a fever or a headache or 
a pain or something, the first thing I do is I don't speak to it. But maybe I should. <laughs> maybe I should. Yeah. And I love what we are hearing. And I'm speaking from myself and the listener's perspective. When you read the word of God, read as an observer and see how Jesus did things because he was our substitute. He took our sin for us. But more than that, he's our example of how we should live our life and minister to other people. So if Jesus does it, it's not hyper spiritual to go, maybe I should do that. That's why it's written in the word of God. So we can live in a similar way. Uh, what I like, uh, the acrostic for Bible is a basic information or basic instruction before leaving earth. Right. And, uh, the, the Bible, it has in it everything that we need for everyday life. Plus we have the Holy ghost or the Holy spirit living on the inside of us that he's saying, okay, yeah, I, I wrote this and it's, it's right. And he says to your spirit and your spirit's going, yeah, that's right. And so the, the, uh, thing that I'm doing just lately is that I've started a, uh, a notebook or a journal that I take every day and I write down what God was saying to me that day. That's so awesome. We had a guest recently, Reverend Jim Hockaday. He came and he talked about the tangibility of God, that we lose this knowledge that God's with us and we can experience him on a daily basis. And his wife, Erin, said that they're conscious of it. And some days they go, you know what, God, I didn't recognize you as much as I could. I know you were there, but I didn't recognize you as much as I could. I want to do more tomorrow. I have that excitement. I have that desire. Now you're going, what, what significance does that have to do with what Mr. Da Mr. Dan Glenn's doing? Well, if Mr. Dan Glenn is carrying around a notebook, he has expectation that God's going to speak to him. And what we're conscious of, we experience and what we expect to experience often with God. If you expect that God's a healer, you're going to experience more healing in your body than somebody who doesn't expect God to be a healer. Exactly. So yeah. if you have a notebook expecting God to talk to you, I and, bet you're going to hear from and God. And he always does. And it sometimes it's it's just a thought. Sometimes it's uh, a thought from what I've read in the Word or what I've been taught in the Word by some other teacher. But it, it happens all the time. And... Uh, the thing that I've realized, well, the, the way I started this was uh, I realized at church uh, I can be sitting in the pew and Pastor Mark will say something and it'll resonate in my spirit. Absolutely. I know that that's for me. You know, I absolutely know that it, that's for me. That's how you know when you have your spiritual antennas up. Exactly. We're, we're, we're making circles for the listener. But the uh, but the, the part of that that I also realized is that if I don't write it down, I can lose it by the time I walk out the 
sanctuary doors. It's like there's a there's like a the net that strains it strains it out of me, and I, and you can be asked, well, what did Master Pastor say? And you can forget what God has said to you. So therefore, I like to write things down and then go back over them. Going that, back over them, don't jump over that. Yeah, that is huge. We write tons of things down. Put the uh, notebook. And the cabinet gets covered in dust, maybe not too many dust, much dust if you close the door or on your desk and it gets dust, but you never look into it. Go reference it. But there's an old adage that I wanted to say that you've heard it. A short pencil is better than a long memory. Write it down because our memory isn't that long and the enemy does come to steal the word. And that is the written word, but how much more the inspired word off the written word that the Holy Spirit speaking to us. Exactly. But I wanted to go back to what we were talking about. You had mentioned, I don't often, as my first response, speak to the sickness, but maybe I should. And sickness is part of the fall. Disease is part of the fall. It wasn't introduced by God. It was introduced by sin and the enemy. We know John 10, 10 says that the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life. And Pastor Mark had mentioned this from a, uh, she used to, I think she was a medical doctor and got healed. What was her name? Lillia B. Omen? Do you know? Yes, that's correct. But she had a statement that sickness is death begun. So therefore, I just am convinced that sickness and disease is the process of killing, stealing, and destroying. It has its source from the enemy. And we see that Jesus often with demonic expression, there's one story where he said, with a word, and they left. So if it has its source in the enemy, treat it as Jesus treated the enemy, and that's by speaking to it directly. Exactly. And if we if we go back to the, the instance of uh, Peter's mother-in-law uh, and Jesus speaking to the fever, uh, th- this is done as an example I mean, these, all these instances, why were they written down? There were, they were written down, they were handpicked by the Holy Spirit for us later. And if we can see what was written down and say, okay, Jesus spoke to the fever. The fever was not something, he didn't pray to God, please or beg God, please remove the fever. He didn't, he, he could have. The, the, it could have been written down that that's exactly what he did, but that's not what's written down. What was written down is that he spoke to the fever and he didn't just say, please, would you please, Mr. Devil, get, get, get out of here. It was like uh, he said, get and it had to get and that's sometimes what we need to we need to get to the place where we authoritatively speak to some things in our lives that we don't want Hmm. and tell them to leave because it says when we draw nigh to god and resist the devil he has to flee. Amen. Absolutely. He has no choice. 
it it is he is out of here that's good and sometimes that we we still need to pray to god oh yeah but there are some things that we need to speak to mm-hmm. and uh when we learn the difference one of the things that i'm just getting lately is there are things that we need to receive and there are things that we need to resist and we need to know the difference between the things that we need to receive and the things that we need to resist because sometimes we receive the things that we should have resisted i want to ask what are you talking about i'm basically talking about uh the uh okay there's there's two there's two particular things uh taught in the bible one is faith and that's what opens up the god opens up the door for god to move god works by faith through love and there's an opposite thing, and that thing is fear, and it basically teaches in the Word that we shouldn't even, there's no way we should think fearful thoughts. When they come, we should resist them, put them down, get them out. And uh, because it, it says that, when the when the disciples were full of fear or they were fearful jesus said you have no faith so what i need to do is tell okay by the renewing of the mind romans 12 i i need to uh take each thought captive to the obedience of Christ, and if it's a fearful thought, I need to get rid of it, and if it's a faithful thought, I need to receive it and put it into my life and do it. Uh, But I need to know the difference between the two things. And I think I can be wrong. I might need some validation after this, but don't validate me if I'm wrong. I think if someone was like, hey, let's be cognizant. We're going to look at faith thoughts. We're going to look at fearful thoughts. We'd be able to pretty much recognize, yeah, that's faith. That's fear. But the thing is, we're not conscious of it. We're just letting it have airtime. And then at the end of the day, if we even think about it, oh my goodness, I've been dictated by fear all the time. That's part of having your spiritual antennas up. If we have our spiritual antennas up, we're going to, ah, that's fear. And I'm resisting it. Exactly. And that, that leads me to a, a, uh, we had a small group in Fort Collins and we had a uh, brand new believer in that small group. Uh, they, he, he became a believer because of the small group. Awesome. But uh, he, he said, okay, when, when I say, when I read the word that says, take each thought captive He said, this is what God showed me. He says, sometimes what you have to do with that thought is put them up against the wall, spread them, and gag them if necessary. (laughs) And that 
coming from a brand new believer was absolutely revelation to me in that you you can't just let the thought play in your hair yeah uh, you you got to do something about it and sometimes you have to do some drastic things to get rid of it could troll what you control and don't worry about what you can't i like what i think martin luther said and then brother hagen said it again you can't keep birds from flying over your head but you can keep them from making nests in your hair exactly. so thoughts can come the enemy can plant thoughts don't get worked up oh why are these thoughts coming that's not where you need to devote your energy you need to devote your energy to uh bring those thoughts of faith and transform them and remind yourself of what god had to say yes yes praise god Whew, we're having a good time aren't we yeah it's this is good. fun it's good so and, and what that leads me to is the the latest of what i've been hearing from god and that's in uh john 14 and it says let not your heart be troubled you believe in me believe also in god and then it says later in the in the chapter let not your heart be troubled be not afraid so if sometimes we just let our heart be troubled but if it says in the word that we can let not our heart be troubled and we can't do it that that would be that wouldn't be right so jesus said you can and you can receive that two different ways you can go oh no uh i can't let my heart be troubled but or you can get really encouraged that god has given you the ability to live in a life where your heart isn't troubled exactly that's great news exactly that's that's the best news so you can either receive it as a work and oh my goodness there's so many things i worry about or get ding my spiritual antennas are up. God has empowered me and he's equipped me by the power of the Holy Spirit and his revealed word of God that I can live a trouble-free life. Exactly. Glory to God. It also says you can live a, a life without offense besides. And how about care? Carefree. Yeah, yeah. Instead of taking care. <laughs> yeah. Hey, John, take care. I know. I just heard a minister say something along that lines yesterday is like he, whenever somebody says hey take care he says for nothing <laughs> <laughs> exactly because exactly. the bible says take care for nothing exactly god cares for us he is the best caretaker the other thing i w did want to say about this small group is that it has started but we're basically uh we're not putting any limit on when you can start this class it's whenever you need it or whenever God says you could use it. So you so, can drop in. Yes, exactly. And stay for one class or stay for all seven more. And it sounds like you're not going to get through all 20. So you might just want to come uh, back. Stay tuned. Uh, we, for part we, two. May, we may get to 20 by the end of uh, by the time that I've finished. So, Dan, here's my question. Since we're talking about part two, we're in the midst of part two. And you just talked about the second story from the Bible, a healing story. We talked about the leper. We talked about Peter's mother-in-law. Do you want to go into a third or save that for the third episode? Uh, we can we can probably, since I haven't got to the third one yet, 
um, in the class. Oh, uh, he's going to leave you with anticipation for yeah, next week. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, we like and doing that's Thursday nights at seven o'clock in the lower building. Oh yes. That's when his, uh, small group is. So depending on when you listen to this and if you have questions, if it's still going on, reach out to me, leave a message and we can let you know. Um, but let's do the wisdom of the day. So we yes. talked, talked about Peter's mother and we talked about a few different things. Do you have one or do you want me to go first? I have one. All right. What's the wisdom of the day for you, sir? Speak to it. Speak to it. Yes. Well, I pray to God about it, Dan. No, no. That's one you need to speak to. But I, I'm not talking to God about it. I'm, I'm... Uh, he's already talked to you about it. You don't <laughs> need it. I'm just saying that. And Dan, hopefully you're picking this up because <laughs> people who aren't used to this, they're not used to the speaking directly to it. Exactly. But God has given us authority. Yes. And we exercise our authority as a king would by decreeing and declaring things. Absolutely. Glory to God. My wisdom of the day is resist it. You talked about resisting things and you referenced the verse. I think it's in James. But it is. Draw near to God. He'll draw near to you. Resist the devil and he will flee. So... We uh, resist certain animals here on the property, like not animals, big animals, but little nuisance, little like mice and stuff. We try to get rid of them. But the thing about mice is you can resist one and the rest of them are all there. But I saw a picture as we were talking today that when we resist the enemy, he takes his posse and has to leave too. So you have the enemy himself, but he carries with him sickness, depression, and all these things. When you resist the enemy, he leaves, but his posse leaves with him as well which is awesome news. Great. Praise God. That's our wisdom. And Dan, you did such a good job praying last time. Why don't you pray us out? Great. Dear Lord and Father, thank you so much for the time together. We purpose to do what you've told us in our hearts. We thank you that we can and that it will bless our lives. We, uh, we pray for all those listening. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was super fun. I'm having a great time with Dan. And the third time's the charm. We're coming back next week for the final Faith for Healing podcast. It's going to be great. So set a reminder when this podcast drops. It drops on Mondays. Get ready to start your day with revelation knowledge of God's will for you to be healed. It's going to be great. And we'll be with you next time on the Sewing and Growing podcast with J&J. &J.